How you doing? Oh, I feel so good, man. It's we started. Okay, so you know that for a while we've been trying to cut down on processed and unhealthy food and. Yeah, just just again, just yeah, this is all tied into our fast, the detachment, just you know, simpler living, simpler eating, all that good stuff. And I've been feeling really good. I've been feeling better, and we tried to walk a bit more, but I just wouldn't lose weight. And today I realized I need to start working out, doing something high intensity. Yeah. And uh, we started today, only 15 minutes. And man, it's crazy amount of energy I have tonight. It's true. You're, you're, you're pretty kind of like coasting right now till bedtime. Usually yeah. just like ready to go to bed. Kind of like the walks usually. I remember back in the day, yeah, we used to do our, you know, our, our walks around the pond. We'd, we'd always get 10,000 a day. But ten thousand steps. Ten thousand steps a day, just for clarification. But uh, yeah. I but mean, for the last two days, maybe it was so hard to walk, and I had to tell you, "Oh, do we have to keep on walking?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to, you need to get at least five thousand steps, right?" And uh, it was so hard. But today, I was walking so energized. Mm, I keep, I could keep on going forever. And I, I know, think it's eh? because we worked out. So the power of, yeah, no, the, I think many parents can probably relate again we've we have two kids and it's amazing how i don't know i guess you you do spend a lot less time taking care of yourself especially i think with kids like i i don't know what i kind of feel right now with these kids i I mean i love them but we're like they're slaves in a sense so it's kind of we you know we we gotta make sure we're at their demands you know and you know we gotta you gotta wake up when they cry and stuff like that we gotta deal with the girls which means that's rightly ordered as well and that that, that's all part of the 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 job of course right that and we have no issues with that but at the same time it's very easy to forget about taking care of yourself eating well uh in this case also working out so so this is also just to get us back up to speed a little bit because yeah i think in houston we had definitely had a good routine but we didn't yes. have kids. So now it's the yes. challenge of can we have that again with kids? You know, we're more we're more energetic, more focused, more able to do other things and, you know, even help the kids out more, right? Be more more available for them because we're not like dying of lack of energy. So it's uh, good. Absolutely. It's good to be kind of coming back to that. Yes. Again. So So that's exciting. That's a that's a good change coming up in the future. I I hate, 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 hate exercising. I really hate it, but then it's always been good to me. So you're surprisingly okay at it. I don't. I, probably the people who know you, they might like scoff at what I'm going to say. But remember, even back in Calgary when you were doing your running, yes. you're pretty good. Like you were able to kind of, you're able to maintain the the speed at, at a decent pace for like 30 minutes. And yes. It's like, oh, you're pretty good at this. My family are my family are good runners. But when I told one of my sisters who's a really good runner. I said, oh, no, but I was a good runner. She, yeah, she scoffed at me. Yeah, yeah. She thought it was hilarious it because does. I'm such a couch potato. I'm such a lazy girl, but. <laughs> you are good, right? I, so I guess I, just... I, did. I was good, but I hated it. I hated every second of it. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> ah, It's funny. We just quick, quick pause here. But Teresa is just like singing to herself. She, I think she stopped. Right now, yeah. She, she sort of stopped now, but 
At first, it sounded like crying. It's like, oh, great, she's crying. But no, she's singing some weird song. Because it's at night, right? So she's supposed to be sleeping. But yeah, she's 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 singing it. And it's so funny because my little brother, he does the same thing. The youngest in my family, he goes to bed and he sings. And usually it's it's religious songs, which, you know, we always thought that this, this brother was a, a future priest because he was a little surprise from God. He was not expected. And uh, he's the number seven in the family. So uh, who knows? Who knows? But uh, it's funny that Teresa does the same thing. Yeah. And she has a similar temperament too. So Similar cheeks. Similar cheeks, right? Just they big, both have big cheeks. <laughs> big puffy cheeks, right? So it's something, it. something there. No, she's funny though. I think her temperament is slowly developing and we can see that she's very she's, she's very introverted. She loves to to read books just by herself or to... I guess organize toys by herself, her toys. blocks and like linear order and then count them. Yes. And uh, and uh, it's funny at this store this morning, at th- this morning, I thought it was hilarious. The um, cash lady said, because both girls were in the, um, in the cart and the cash lady said, uh, hi. hi. And Teresa became all awkward, like looked away. Look. And I'm like, Teresa, say hi. And she eventually said hi, but very reluctantly. Meanwhile, Monica was looking, big smile, was waving high. And, and I mean, she does that at church. She, she'll just randomly, yeah, because we, we spend church, uh, her, her and I, we spend church at the back. She just walks up to people, look at them, smile. I think she's going to be our extrovert. Yeah. Even the doctor. We were at the doctor's office this, this week and uh, the doctor said, oh, yeah, she's friendlier than her sister, right? Because her sister never warmed up to me. <laughs> and that's true. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, I always wondered whether, like, whether Teresa's sort of, like, shyness and stuff was, like, was related to us in a sense where we, for example, I don't know, like, not letting her go out enough or something and she weirdly became introverted for some reason. So it made me really kind of, I didn't want that for her per se. I wanted her definitely to be very comfortable with anyone who she meets in a sense. But it really does truly seem like there is something either either physically like the way we are made or even just sort some sort of like spiritual characteristic where like we have two daughters now. Uh, they're raised in the same way. We didn't really do anything different with Monica or anything but they behave totally different. Yes. So there is something, there's something very unique there. So it's not, you know, parents, you might be extroverted or you might be introverted or a mix of both, but your kids, it's, they can, they can, they can, they do manifest their own temperament, which is cool. I don't know. I like that. It's, and it's I very love, interesting. I love seeing how they, they grow up and how they, their temperaments change. You know, I thought that Teresa might've been an extrovert in the beginning, but now I think it's getting pretty clear that she's an introvert. Yeah. yeah. Ah, they're, they're good girl, funny girls. So you have a pretty awesome update. I, I mean, it's not official, official, official yet, it, it's, but it's pretty much official. It's yeah, it's as official as it can get. So why don't you uh, share the great news? Right. So I had another. I have another freelance gig, but this one is a really, really cool one, really exciting one, and it seems to be very legit. And I might even have good work, good decent amount of work from it. We'll keep you posted, but a while back, Joe sent me a job posting about a bunch of stuff. So we already talked about the job that I got um, doing subtitles, and they never contacted me yet. So no, no work yet. Like you have a job, but you don't. There's nothing. I mean, I don't have a job. They just accepted me as a freelance um, translator. So it it's only it's really up to them to give me the amount of work, right? And um, and I applied to another job, and I 
maybe a, a week ago I got contacted. So they called me and it's it's based in Ottawa. So it's for the Medical Council of Canada. If you're a doctor in Canada, you have to pass their test in order to be able to practice in the country. So it's a pretty big deal. And of course, Canada having two official languages, everything needs to be provided in English or French. So they have, they already have in-house translators, but then they realized that the amount of work was way too much. So now they were looking for freelance translators and editors, which is the part that I'm so excited about because they made me do a test just to test my, because they said that my, my, um, my resume was interesting to them because of my experience in the biomedical field and also my experience Proof. in proofreading Proof, because I was yeah. a proofreader for a local newspaper. Uh, but they did make me pass a test and I loved every second of it. I really enjoy editing, proofreading in French. That's what I love doing. And it's in, you know, it's in the medical field. So it's medical cases, medical terms. And um, you also weirdly like that, too. I so, love I mean, that. Yeah. I love it. If I was, if I would have been better in physics and chemistry and math in school, I would have probably gone to a, to went medicine. to a, I mean, a health field somehow. But I just, I wasn't good at it. So, oh no, I was, I loved it, and I was praying God, and I asked everybody to pray for me so that I would get this job. And they called me back saying that they really, they, they liked, they, they said I had a good level and that they wanted to move forward. So the next step is a criminal check, which they're doing right now, and. I have nothing. So as far I, as we, as far as you know, as you're not a, you're know. not a mastermind criminal, kind right? Of, as far as I know, too. So yeah, and then they said after connecting you with the project manager, and then I asked about workload, and he said it's it's going to be up to me. So they will send me work, and I'll decide with no you know penalty or anything if I want to keep it or re- uh, reject it. I, mean, I will keep you posted, but oh, I'm so happy. The Lord is so good to us. Yeah, and that was a nice one. We were. We're doing the uh, the Pompey Novena, right? So again, the whole the whole part of the first half of it, it's on the petition, you know, asking for help and support. And we weren't necessarily praying for this one, but you know, there we go, right? Especially near near the finish line as we're kind of coming to Rome and on the feast of Saint Ignatius of Loyola. You know, he's also my boy. I love that saint. Uh, so it just it just it just feels good. There's some because yes. again, when we make this, it's it. This is always important maybe to share with folks. Like we made this decision to pursue this path to Rome back in October. And obviously some of the questions we got it, you know, how are you going to pay for this? What are you going to do? You know, all very prudent, actual useful things. And of course these are, but we didn't necessarily have all the answers right at that instant. It's not like, you know, Viva has, she's going to get a freelance job for sure in July. I will do X, Y, and Z. We're going to sell our house for the right. You don't know these things. It's a lot of unknowns and it's just amazing how, and I think this is in uh, Matthew six, six, right? You seek seek the the kingdom of God, and all these other things the 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 home, the the food, the clothing, all the material temporal stuff, God provides. I don't know. I, that's a nice way to live. It feels great. Yes. Uh, you know, we and we also we're not trying to be cocky here or anything, but it just feels like He's really helping us, and that just feels good. Yes. Especially it's just as we're kind of coming and we got this little job and we were not worried about money, but you know, money was going to always be a little bit, we were going to be short a bit. So we had to I get was something. Slightly worried. I was never worried that, that the Lord wouldn't provide. I knew he would, but I was getting stressed at the time it was yeah. coming up. And then we had some unexpected expenses. Like I forgot to cancel an automatic renewal for Microsoft. And I was beating myself up because it's like a hundred dollars. And of course, Joe was very gracious with me. So Thank yeah, you. <laughs> I, I know it, it's totally fine, but yeah, but, all these little uh, things like that creep little up. Little things here and there, and of course we can't afford to like waste a hundred dollars. So no, that 
that made that makes us just have a sigh of relief and like oh thank you lord like we knew you'd provide but it's it's really awesome to see it happening you know it's just it, it's encouraging you know especially we're doing something crazy just hey this can be done so ah oh, yeah and another way that he provided this week too this this was awesome the same day that i got the job actually i was chatting with my friend and uh, my friend in santa marinella and she said oh where's your airbnb again and i told her it's like yeah it's it's pretty far from where we we are. It's pretty far from the from, station, the train, and all that. Yeah, stuff. because yeah. we want to be close to the train station, and this place was twenty minutes. So even just to find a place close to where we want to live, it would have been really awkward. And uh, she said, "Oh, I hope I wish you could have a place closer. Then we could help you more, and it would be more practical." And then she just said, "Oh my gosh, my owner, who's also my friend, my owner, my landlord, who's also my friend, has the apartment right next door to ours, free for the month of September." And he's gonna make you a like a good price for it. And honestly, we're saving like I think it was roughly six hundred Canadian versus where we were gonna stay at Airbnb. So that, that's huge. Yes, it is a huge amount and of money. And we're close to your friend or like our new friends. We are there. I mean, right next door. It's actually them. pretty funny how how close. So oh, that's God. Just... <laughs> guys, you don't even imagine how happy that made me because honestly, th- these last few days, the only reason why I'm excited to go to Rome, okay, not the only reason, but the main reason why I'm excited is my excited is to meet those guys. Ex- Especially her, because yeah. we have. I I don't know. I feel like we have a connection. I'm really excited to meet her. I think it's gonna be awesome. And I've waited all my life to have. You know, we. I, I have friends, but this particular type of friend, that's gonna be a new thing, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, a small win for me that day too. This this lady I was working with at our for my dad's job, she gave me a hundred bucks. I was like, thanks. On that day too. On yeah. that same day. It which, was on Thursday. Which yes. paid for um. Paid for a document we had to ship to Italy it was like ninety five bucks, but hey, paid for. Paid for. So it's it's uh, it's like that was a pretty epic day. And there was just all sorts of good good news that day. I was like one thing after another. So it was awesome. It was such a good day. Always, uh, but you know what's funny? I, you mentioned this. I guess you were chatting with your friend about that the day before. That was pretty miserable. Like I think we both had a pretty rough day. We were, uh, yeah, we were struggling there, but. The Lord provided the next day, right? So always be mindful after desolation, consolation is probably just around the corner. Yes. So hang in there. The Lord provides. He's good. And he'll get you through all the tough times. And one last thing who's also that's also good that happened this week is that we uh, are officially debt-free. So we're ready. Yep. We're, we're ready to go to Rome. Now listen to the Maybe it come from me. I think it's plain to see. Some people say that the great. So part of the again the whole effort of our fast too is to work on not only sort of the you know sort of the temporal stuff you know fasting sort of detaching ourselves from more of these uh, these things that we're just attached to in life but. Um, also to kind of work on our hidden faults, our sins. You know, this is also a spiritual cleansing as well that we're hoping for. Again, this is why we're praying. This is why we're fasting. And Geneviève, you sent me a pretty cool summary. I've seen it before. I've forgotten about it, but it was just a very nice summary of the seven capital sins and their daughters. Right. I was listening to Catholic Answers Live and uh, the guest was uh, Monsignor Charles Pope. And he he has a blog and he's a pretty well-known 
I don't know if he's a priest or he's a no. He is a priest. No, yeah. he, he's a priest. I don't know if he's a bishop. What, no, what is no. he called? Monsignor. I, Ma- I don't. Monsignor is just a special designation given by the Pope, like a, just as recognizing. Or he's um he's a priest at a cathedral, cathedral but I not think. the bishop. Yeah, so, yeah. One of those things. Um, and the the subject of the show was about the seven deadly sins, and you don't you know about them. You 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 hear about them in just regular mainstream media. We were watching Shazam yesterday, and the, it's a, it's a big thing in the in the the movie. You know the seven deadly sins. Yeah, and um, and I thought I knew about them well, like what's gluttony, what's sloth, what's envy but no he had some very interesting um descriptions for them and also he talked about the daughters i've never heard about the daughters before so i think this is from saint thomas of aquinas in the summa yep and uh i get well you can explain what the daughters are but i think these are what happens to you if you you fall to those particular deadly sins right 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 it's what could happen i guess yeah, it's almost I get it's sort of similar to, you know, um Carmelite spirituality stuff a bit in that sense. There's you know, some some scholars, some saints argue that we have some sort of primary sin or primary fault that we have to kind of work through, whether we're very sensual, whether we're very vain or um maybe even lustful. I can't remember exactly how it's and broken. Proud and, lust, yeah, yeah, and all those things. Um which is kind of an overarching bracket of some of those things we have to deal with. But usually as a result of one sin maybe that we have to deal with or struggle with. And I, I think we all know this is this is not only – this is experimental. We all live this in a sense, but we're not cognizant of this. Usually when we have a certain sin, some primary sin, there's lots of little bad things that kind of linger around it as well that relate to that particular capital sin. So anyways, let me let me talk one, and we'll kind of go through each of them a bit by bit and kind of unravel things. I mean one that one that's pretty good, so envy. Um, what was? How did you describe envy, envy from this show? I didn't describe. But how did you? Pope described it as um, uh, hating someone because of the good that they have and wanting to destroy that good. So it's different from jealousy, where jealousy you just want whatever someone else has. But when you're envious, you let's say someone has a better house. Well, you're so mad and like, oh, I wish I could just like destroy it, or you know, you just. And Saint Augustine said that it was the. Um, Oh, I forget. Is it the mother of all sins or something? Because it it just yeah. It's all it, about destroying the it's good. All yeah. about destroying the good. So it's yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty big one. But when you think about envy, it's like well, I don't think I'm envious. I don't you know uh, blah blah blah. But it's sometimes interesting to look at the you know the daughter sins that Saint Thomas Aquinas associates with these things. For example, so envy is sort of the primary one. Then w- with that, usually what comes about is hatred, tail bearing. So I guess that's gossip. Uh, detraction, joyed our neighbor's misfortunes, and grief for his uh, grief for his prosperity. So it's interesting. I mean, some of us maybe not don't necessarily, um, you know, we're not joyous when something happens to our neighbor. But I mean, talk about you know gossip, for example, or one that I find interesting too. When I've and I you know back in the day, I was probably culpable of this myself too. It's or just people I know. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting when you know you say, oh, you know, this type of group of people. Uh, you know, they were just born rich, you know, they're just, blah, 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 blah. And there are all these sort of negative things come out. It's interesting at that, yeah, you see the, the hatred and the sort of at the goods that they possess and you just want it absolutely gone. It's like, it's, you wish I, they didn't have it. You wish they didn't have it. You, in some ways, probably wish you had it too. Yeah. Um, but it's just this like absolute wanting to destroy that good that they have, which is, 
it, you know, it has nothing to do like just the fact that we don't possess it. It's it's very interesting how the hatred kind of stems, and I see that. Like, and I guess maybe you have to look at yourself too. It's like, well, you know, do you are you see you know someone you know or a group of people you kind of stigmatize you gossip about them? Do you do you kind of you know slightly hate them in a sense? These things they kind of come up when you kind of really focus on these daughters. It's very interesting. Uh, it's actually the diabolical sin that Saint Augustine said. So it is the diabolical sin. So I mean that's that's one one example. Like another big one. This is a huge one, I think, and this is a uh, uh, one that's not overlooked. It's it, overlooked a lot. It's confusing what it actually means. Sloth. Yes, and they pronounce it sloth. sloth. But I don't know if we're pronouncing it wrong or if they are, <laughs> or if there's two ways. Americans, you never know, right? <laughs> I don't know. There's probably an extra you there. I don't know. Americans gotta love and hate them. Yeah, there are uh, favorite and worst people. <laughs> They're so good for some things, though. We love them. We love them so much, but. We love all good people. Right. So, no, it is... So, sloth is the sinful drive that leads to sorrow or, or sadness at the good things God wants to do uh, for me. So, it's it's not just being lazy, though it could be laziness, but he was saying that also a workaholic could be slothful because in, he just works, 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 and he says he has no time for prayer, no time for God. Well, that that is being slothful because you... You yeah you just decide that you, you just yeah you just don't have time for for what's good and you for, know, so yeah these people yeah they can have time for everything else and they work like mad even on Sunday probably and you know whatever but as it relates to the things of God those things are distasteful they're not attractive they're not interesting we don't put the time and effort into these things so some of the daughters that Saint Aquinas lists here so it's malice spite faint-heartedness despair. There we go. Sluggishness in regards to the commandments, which I think is sort of, I think that's maybe the one that's sort of clear. And wandering of the mind after unlawful things. So mm. maybe daydreaming, think about silly things. Like, again, you might not think, some of you might be listening, like, well, I'm not slothful. I'm pretty, I do so much work around the house. You know, I'm a, I'm a Martha or whatever. It's a male equivalent, Marth. I don't know if that's the male equivalent of Martha. <laughs> maybe not. But, hey, these Martin. things. Martin. Is it? I don't know. Okay, maybe it someone... It would make more sense. Maybe someone can correct us. If no Marth. one corrects us, then we're right. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's, a, that's a challenge to people. Um, but yeah, it's... That, that's... You, you, so again, like, I like the point. You might be very active in all this other stuff, but as it relates to the things of, the, of God, are you sluggish? Are you not interested? Are you... You know, are you... Is your, so think about these things in a sense. This is this is really kind of this isn't really nitpicking. This is really looking deep inside yourself and you know being honest with yourself, right? And really thinking, oh, I'm you know I'm not slothful. Maybe you are, right? Maybe it's one of the things really holding holding you back mm -hmm. from really embracing the faith with uh, with zeal. Um, but we really have to kind of look at this. A lot of humility needed to kind of unravel <sighs> these things, right? And it's funny because you say humility, well. I'm talking. I'm thinking of pride, and pride is, is pride is the one who's known to be the mother of all sin. Yeah, because most sins, maybe all, maybe not all, but most sins stem from pride. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a good point. So I mean, let's. I mean, another one. Let's look at this. This list is okay. Gluttony. That's an interesting one. Um, gluttony. So gluttony. Um, the daughters of gluttony. I think what gluttony isn't that. I guess overindulgence of. I mean, basically of, how does, how does he list it there? Anyways, I mean, it's really an overindulgence of sort of the temporal stuff. I think we associate it purely with just eating and drinking. It is over overindulging in anything. So you can be yeah. even a glutton in, uh, 
in 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 spiritual stuff you could be right if if you're overdoing it to the point of well it depends we have to maybe we have to maybe think about that one that let's, could let's be... say let's say you're, well, you're you're a father of a family and right and you just well here's a good one let's say spiritual gluttony people who love to over possess or hoard spiritual artifacts okay, rosaries that's, that's, a good one. that's more but i i'd have a hard time kind of saying praying you, you can be gluttonous as a relationship maybe to not praying. praying but let's say <laughs> I, I, the one, let's, let's stick to like books, spiritual okay. things, just okay, collect, things, yes. having all these like, you know, relics of, you know, oils and all this stuff, just really obsessing about collecting and consuming those things, not necessarily sort of for the good, but maybe just for the fact of you, you do like the pretty rosaries or, or something like that, right? Mm. But, uh, so some of the, the daughters of gluttony, unseemly joy, which I guess is just joy that is just, um, how was it? I guess it's just stooge. I don't know. That's, that's the only way I can really describe it. Joy that doesn't come from good stuff. From being, yeah, yeah, a, a son and daughter of of, right. of God, right? Uh, scurrility, uncleanliness, loqu- these words, man, loquaciousness, and that dull- means speaking too much. Are they speaking too much? Yes. And dullness of mind as rego- regards the understanding. So, ooh, ooh, that one really hit home. It really did hit home. Because I always say that, right? Oh, just my brain can't handle it right now. It's, oh, my brain can't handle it. I'm so foggy, right? Yeah. I say that all the time. Well, maybe I'm just too glutton with food and and all the, TV yeah, yeah. and. So this is, I mean, the, yeah, Facebook. Isn't it? Isn't it awesome in a sense that you know he's kind of Saint Aquinas compiled these things? Of course, all of this is based on scripture, extrapolated for our benefit, of course. And our, we might, you know, if you want exact specific, we you know we don't we do these things live. We only do these things in one take. There are probably very specific good answers online. You can correct us there, and we don't have time really to go through that. But <laughs> bottom line is, as a, whatever the definitions of these things are, it is so fruitful for you to if you really want to strive to be a good holy person which you can of course you really have you to should. Be, and you you have to and you should because yeah. our lord tells us you know we have to imitate him and take up our cross and follow him daily um this is what it takes it really takes kind of this honest look and seeing yes. oh, well okay i don't and i mean yeah i we go through these oh, i'm not interested in this like that's a very common one it's it's boring it's dull Usually when you observe these things, again, this is just purely experimental, looking at sort of the behaviors of people. Oftentimes those people, yeah, they tend to maybe overindulged in other things. Well, no wonder the the faith maybe seems uninteresting or anything else because you're being, you're consuming everything else around you, you know, gluttons for whatever other little thing. And that's just one example. I mean, it could be, it could be, for example, vainglory, right? And that's another one that's, um, I guess, just wanting to be praised, seeking the the praise and approval of others in a sense, right? So whatever these things are, these are just going to always be roadblocks for you, stumbling blocks, you know, throughout your life. And it will always kind of prevent you from kind of reaching your full potential of a brother or sister of Jesus Christ. So that's right. So it's a, uh, that was a, that was really interesting when I heard it. I, I, it's, it's rare that I get excited about spiritual things. Now I love the Lord and I love certain things very particularly, but yeah, like deep theological stuff, like Saint Thomas Aquinas. It's it's harder for me, but this one was really clear. There was I, I found a graph online and I was looking at it, and it was really awesome. So if you're if you're a bit more like me, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's necessary. And again, yeah, you know, if you want, if you don't, if you don't necessarily Saint Thomas Aquinas, not your thing. Pick up the Gospels. You'll do. Our Lord tells you exactly kind of how to live and actually try and live it. Right. I mean, that's that's what we're called to do: live it. 
but uh yeah no it's uh it's good learning Absolutely. Remember, folks, to, you can write to us on Facebook at the Rome is Home Facebook page, Rome is Home Podcast at gmail.com, or uh, please support us if you can, if you can spare a few dollars for us. Via Patreon. Patreon.com slash Rome is Home. And we'll see you next time. All the best. Take care, everyone. God bless. Yeah.